Welcome back to the Train Hard and Recover Smart, the podcast that empowers you to take control of your fitness, well-being, what, I'm sorry, to take control of your fitness, wellness, and personal growth. I'm your host, Thomas Flanagan, and today's episode, we're diving into a double whammy of political challenges that are hurting our chances of living a healthy lifestyle. We'll be, we'll be exploring why healthcare often seems more reactive than proactive in treating illnesses, and the need for promoting fitness and making healthier food options more accept, accessible. Man, I can't talk today. Um, so let's jump right in. Wow. It's no secret that our healthcare system tends to be more focused on reactive care than proactive prevention. We often find ourselves seeking medical attention only after a diagnosis or when a condition has progressed. This reactive approach not only places a heavier burden on our healthcare resources, but also diminishes our chances of achieving optimal health and wellness. One reason for the reactive approach is the way our healthcare system is structured. Insurance companies, healthcare providers are often driven by fee for service model, meaning they are reimbursed based on the number of services they provide. This system can incentivize, incentivize the treatment of illnesses rather than emphasizing preventive measures. Additionally, the current healthcare system faces various challenges, including limited resources, high costs, and fragmented care. These factors can make it difficult for healthcare providers to prioritize proactive interventions that focus on preventive care and lifestyle modifications. Instead, the emphasized emphasis tends to be managing acute conditions and providing reactive treatments. Um, yeah, so, you know, if, without really coming out and saying it, you know, they don't make enough money. You know, if, if you know, you know, they can't make money if they tell you, hey, instead of the hamburger, you know, have a grilled chicken salad. Be, you know, because then you're going to keep a healthier weight and then you're not going to put on weight. So then you're not going to need the high blood pressure medicine. You're not going to need, you know, all this other, you know, meds to treat other conditions that lead to being overweight or to not being in a healthy lifestyle. Okay. That leads into, that leads me to, but the question arises, why aren't we promoting fitness and making healthier food options more affordable and accessible? The answer lies in a complex web of factors, including political, economical, and social influences. Processed and unhealthy foods often dominate our supermarket shelves because they're cheaper to produce and have longer shelf lives. These products are heavily marketed, making them more appealing and accessible to consumers. Okay, so, you know, we always see the commercials for, you know, everything that, that we shouldn't, you know, shouldn't be you know, we don't see many commercials showing farmers, you know, you know, growing the food and sending it out, you know, things like that. You know, everything is marketed to us not living healthy lifestyles. OK. The political landscape also plays a significant role in shaping the food industry. Lobbying efforts are, are the influence of power. Yeah, lobbying efforts and the influence of powerful food corporations can shape policies that prioritize profit over public health. 
Subsidies are often directed towards industries to produce processed foods, okay, which leads an which leads to an environment where healthier options become less affordable in comparison. You know, however, it's essential to note that there are efforts being made to address these issues. Some policymakers, healthcare providers, and community organizations are advocating for changes in the healthcare system and food industry. They recognize the importance of preventive care, including promoting physical fitness and making healthier food options more affordable and accessible to all. We need to shift our collective mindset where preventative prevention and proactive care become the norm rather than the exception. By investing in incentives, I'm sorry, by investing in initiatives that promote physical activity, nutritional education, and community health programs, we can empower individuals to take, to take charge of their own well-being. Moreover, as consumers, we have the power to make choices that align with our health goals by, by prioritizing fresh whole foods and minimizing the consumption of processed products. We can send a message to the food industry that we demand healthier options, supporting local farmers markets, advocating for policy changes, and voicing our concerns can also contribute to a healthier food environment. So with all of this, you know, and next week I'm gonna dive in on how the economy, you know, affects our us living healthier li lifestyle. So today I'm talking about the political, pol the political changes or the political side and why they don't make healthier food options more affordable to us, you know? Um, but as you can see, if the healthcare system would switch from being more reactive to more proactive, you know, then we could live healthier lifestyles, you know? Yes, you go to the doctor like, oh, you need to lose 10 pounds. But do they point you in a direction of what to do to lose that 10 pounds? No, they just tell you lose 10 pounds. So what do we do? We go home and we, we Google how to lose 10 pounds. And it'll tell you, you need a caloric deficit. So people will go from eating 1,800 calories to 1,000 calories a day because they think that's the healthy way to lose weight, which is not, you know. And then they'll Google, you know, workouts to do. And then they get hurt, which then leads to more reactive care. Instead of, instead of them guiding you to, you know, doctors guiding you to professionals that have the education, that have the experience to teach you on how to lose that 10 pounds, they don't. Why? Because they know that you're not going to be able to do it. So this way here, they get paid based on how many times they, they, you come see them and how much medication they give you. Okay. And with food, yes, you know, McDonald's. You know, a cheeseburger is cheaper than going to the store and buying fruit or buying anything that's in a healthier option than a cheeseburger. Okay. Um, so as, as, as a, you know, as a consumers, as the, you know, just being us, we can make a change. Now, it doesn't take just one person, it takes a, a lot of people, you know? So when you're looking at, you know, people that are running for positions in government, you know, 
educate yourself about the policies and the candidates that align with your health and wellness values. Stay informed about proposed changes in healthcare, education, and environmental regulations. By understanding how these decisions can affect your well-being, you'll be better equipped to advocate for policies that support a healthier society. You know, another thing to do is get involved. Engage with local organizations or advocate advocacy groups that work towards improving healthcare accessibility, education, and environmental sustainability. By joining forces with like-minded individuals, you can amplify your voice and make a difference in your community. You know, in the community is the first place, you know, that, that you do. So once one community goes, then another one, and then another one, then it becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And then sooner or later, somebody's got to listen. You know, lastly, prioritize personal responsibility. While political barriers exist, you still have control over your own choices and actions. Focus on adopting healthy habits within your means. Seek out affordable alternatives for exercise. Explore your local parks, outdoor spaces. Make a conscious decision about your nutrition. Small changes, when combined, can have a significant impact on your overall well-being. Okay? So, again, it's crucial to acknowledge that these political changes, challenges are not insurmountable. While, while the political landscape may be working against your health goals, there are steps you can take, take to mitigate the impact. Okay? And, again, like I said, next week I'm going to get into the whole economic piece on how that plays a part in how uh, plays a part into us living healthier lifestyles. So to wrap up today's episode, the political challenges we face in healthcare and food industry have a profound impact on our ability to live a healthy lifestyle. The reactive nature of a healthcare system and dominance of processed foods presents significant hurdles. However, through advocacy, community involvement, and personal choices, we can work towards a future where healthcare is more proactive and where healthier options are readily available and affordable for everyone. Now, before I sign off today, you know, if you go to the grocery store, and I think I mentioned this a couple of times in other episodes, you go to the grocery store, all the good stuff for you is on the outside of the store. You know, all the good stuff, the produce, the dairy, the, the deli, the meats, you know, all that is on the outside of the, of the store. Once you start going up and down the aisles in the middle, that's where you're going to run into everything that you see commercials for. You're going to, that's where you're going to run into everything that is not as that that's processed. Your processed foods are up and down the aisle. Everything else is in, you know, the outside, the outer parts of the store. Okay. So I want to thank everybody for joining me today on the train hard recover smart podcast. If you found this episode thought provoking, be sure to subscribe to our podcast. You know, we're on different platforms um, for the pot, for the audio part. We're also on YouTube, so subscribe to the channel. And, you know, we ask you to share it with others who might be interested in exploring these important topics. You know, we also ask you to support the show. You know, click the little support button and make a donation. All our donations go to veteran organizations to help veterans in need. And, you know, we also provide, you know, those donations to other organizations that will help service members that are still serving our country. So, again, if you like the episode, please share it. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Subscribe to us on any one of the audio podcast platforms. Okay. 
Um, I hope you got a lot out, a lot out of today's episode, uh, talking about, you know, the healthcare system and why, you know, processed foods are, you know, you know, marketed more than the healthier versions or the non-processed food. I hope you got a lot out of today. And join me next week as next week I will talk about the economic impacts and on how that affects us from living a healthier lifestyle. Again, thanks for joining me today on the Train Hard, Recover Smart podcast. And uh, as always, try to be better than you were yesterday.